The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Ed does the show from Detroit. Zip is closer to Boston, and Bob is in the hills of Vermont. And this past Saturday night, I was putting on a little concert for a, a local nonprofit called Brick. Where a bit show, of philanthropy on the where rivers. The from show the rivers is, trust. Yeah, the show is recorded in the Brick Studios, or as we call it, a barn dance. <laughs> and um, and it was fun. Jonathan Edwards there, and and, Z- and Zip. I made come up. I didn't make you, but I, I made you guilty for not coming to my birthday party. <laughs> and then Ed said, "Well, I want to fly out." And but here's the shocker: Ed bought Lizzie with him. Yes, I, I didn't have a lot of choice, but yeah. <laughs> she is the one that I thought didn't exist. She was uh-huh. like Norm's wife on Cheers. Norm! There's your wife. Oh, she couldn't come out tonight. Mrs. Columbo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, first, and, and, and you know, all we know about Ed is that Lizzie is, you know, much younger. So it's a, what do they call that? A, uh, May, December? Uh, yeah, I think it's January, January, December. January, December. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. No, that's okay. And um, how old is she actually? In her twenties. In her twenties. Okay. Yes. And um, and you're a woman's age. In your. mm -hmm. Are you in your sixties or fifties? I can't remember. I don't. I don't remember myself. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, here's what was cool. Uh, She was delightful, and the two of you clearly have something, and that's all I care about. I mean, as long as she's not one of the Olsen twins before her 18th birthday, it's none of my damn business. <laughs> yeah, and uh, not many better than I in your crowd. But... Yeah. Oh no. And and here and the other thing is that um, uh, she was sweet. Uh, yes. And you're the sweetest guy I know, really. Which is probably why you haven't got married yet. You can't defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he married his hard work. Zip, uh, even though you're you're not officially on paper, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. So it requires okay. patience, and yes. And Lizzie, we'll get more to to Lizzie as as we go on. Lizzie, but she, yeah. she was fascinating. Uh, anyway, you all showed up. We had a, a private concert with Jonathan Edwards at Brick, and um, well, I don't want to say it was great because I I sponsored it. But what did you think? Oh man. Stem to stern, it was fabulous. Sorry. No, no, I was just going to say, Ed was fractured. He was very, very entertained. The whole thing was great. You really, you aced it. Knocked Uh, it right uh, out of the park. Remember, I didn't have to do anything. (laughs) That's bull. I like when these things happen, and I've, you know, sort of set it up, but I I can just sit and watch. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of like a pyromaniac. Yeah. Jonathan Edwards is a legend around the New England parts, and of course... All over the country, as many records that people who are fond of album rock know. Mm-hmm. He had Sunshine, of course, but he also had that anthem for cannabis called Lay Around the Shanty. Shanty, you can get a good buzz on. Yeah, which is, yeah. I mean, he if it was him and Tommy Chong, I think you have your two best ambassadors <laughs> for pot. <laughs> you know, and he was really born out of that Woodstock generation, you know, Bonnie Raitt, when folk artists were, yes. you know, dotting the landscape and hey. communal living was big and, yeah, you know, he, he had the organic farm. It was cool. Yeah, hey, really cool. Zip. Were you at Woodstock, dude? <laughs> I don't I just, remember. I think you, I was. You think? Well, if you think you were, then you weren't there, man. 
Because nobody, rem- I don't even remember. I was like, supposed to- there's pictures that put me there, but I don't recall like a single <laughs> god dang thing, man. Yeah. You've met Jonathan Edwards. I've seen pictures of you two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy I Chong. like that dude, man. I can't hit his range, though, man. So I just play guitar. You know what I'm saying, Bob? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so he's, and by the way, every Friday on his webpage, if you follow him on Facebook, he does a 420 thing. Hmm, I like that. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah, I like that. Mark that on the calendar in the water. Anyway, so but but he shows up. I mean, the guy is he's a legend, but he's seventy five years old. So a part of me was thinking, you know, I hope when like when I asked and and tried to book him, I was like, you know, maybe he can just do an hour if he wants to. He played for one hour and forty five minutes, and I it went by like zip. Am I right? It went by like about half an hour. Yeah, it was great. I mean, and in between tunes was as good as, as, yeah. as singing and playing. His storytelling. Honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah, the patter, as they say. So stay tuned because uh, that video will be turned into a television show. Uh, by that I mean a YouTube video. Yes. And uh, we'll be streaming it, and we'll tell you when you can see it. And then afterwards, Jonathan hung out with us. Over at the Copper Fox in Springfield, a nice little yeah. restaurant, yeah. where we were uh, a little past closing time. <laughs> <laughs> to an understaffed time. restaurant, yeah, yeah, yeah. really. It's tough Ooh. running a restaurant in a pandemic. Big time, but Big time. Uh, yeah, it all worked out. Lizzie great. told her dad, and I, he about lost his shit. By the way, he oh, her big, dad's a big Jonathan Edwards he's fan. He's a huge fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing about Jonathan also, Edwards, uh, for anyone who's listening who's like, oh, yeah, I remember those two songs. Yeah. He is a miraculously prolific songwriter. Yeah. And so many of his songs that, you you know, way down in Athens County, that song, mm-hmm. Sweet Maria. And and then he has um, uh, Emma. Emma and he has big. Cold Snow in the Winter. Mm-hmm. Um, his, it, it start by listening to his very first album, if you have Spotify or something. It's his eponymous album which is uh, not a hippopotamus album it's an eponymous <laughs> i didn't know what eponymous means uh for a longest time but i found out it means it's the jonathan Ed- edwards album called jonathan edwards so it's that did you know that one of those made up words no 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 eponymous is it means in other words bad company by bad company is Self, an, self-titled? It's self-titled. Thank you. Okay. Near Zip, you didn't know that, did you? I did not. I did not. It's not a, it's not a uh, you know, we're not, I no one's keeping score. I thought it was an score. adjective for, you know, his crowning achievement. No. That's what I thought it was. Eponymous. Um, self-titled. Like, that's actually brilliant in its uh, subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> so that album, and then the weirdest thing, he just put out an album this year. At age 75. And when I heard the album is when I knew we had to get him because he's amazing now. Yeah. And and he's written, there's two songs on that album that I just can't get out of my head. Well, that was was Jeff Lynn. And I can't get it out of my head. You know, and he mentioned, you know, the fact that with cannabis being now legal, it really, it was like a rebirth of his anthemic... You know, shanty, sort yeah. of. And, also, and, uh, yeah. And, and he said, this is just one of the things I was sure was right, and it only took 50 years for it to happen. And that was that was a very, <laughs> very um, 
prolific moment for me when he said that. Was it really? So right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a thing. Um, It's it's still um, obviously depends on what state you're in. Yeah. And we have talked about it. Um, And, you know, you you still got to sort of be discreet a little bit, I think. But depending on. Yeah. In California, you don't have to be discreet. (laughs) You don't. No, not in California. no. No. But uh, and states are still like figuring out like Vermont doesn't have recreational shops yet. Uh, But fortunately, Vermont is not far from Massachusetts, where recreational shops are now on every street corner. It's like Starbucks. I remember, I remember thinking that when I was in Amsterdam because they pulled out a tray from under the sure. under the counter and they put it like tea bags <laughs> out on the counter. I remember thinking, you know, this is a really cool place, Amsterdam. I I could live here. <laughs> and proceeded weird. to get higher than a lab rat because I didn't know what I was getting into. Oh, that's right. Back then, uh, and again, um, I think back. I hearken back to. When I was a kid, and someone sold me a bag of oregano when I was a freshman in high school, <laughs> that happened to me as well. Many a time. Yeah, I was like, "Boy, this really reminds me of pizza." I can't. Yeah, tea, yeah. <laughs> tea <laughs> leaves. Put my finger on it. I wonder. Tea leaves and oregano. I got. Yeah. And I smoked it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, um, and remember, if you remember that far back, pot used to come in a baggie, and it would have seeds, stems. And um, no stems, no seeds that you don't need. Acapulco gold is badass weed. And I learned this from the show Narcos, which is how I actually learn history now. Uh, history books take too much time. Distill <laughs> <laughs> it for me. Dramatization. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but they're, these TV shows are so well. I mean, if you want to learn about the monarchy, then just watch The Crown. Right. And so I'm watching Narcos and they show the guy who was part of a drug cartel and they were I guess they were shipping marijuana. But they also found they became a route for cocaine because it got too hot coming from South America. Mm -hmm. And there was this guy, this lab uh, geek guy experimenting with marijuana inside a greenhouse. (laughs) And what he did was. He discovered that if you keep the female plant from being pollinated by the male plant, Stronger that the female basically got in heat. Yeah, sticky. <laughs> hey, Bob. <laughs> hey, man, you know the difference between a garbanzo bean and a lentil? What's the difference? I would never uh, have a lentil on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Best to just keep driving. <laughs> Speaking just drive of history. by. You don't need to look. Speaking so, of history. <laughs> so, uh, what's that? Go on. I'm getting my medical man. <laughs> Hang on, William Shatner. From, We're going to get to you, William Shatner. Right. So, I'll be here. Uh, just to wrap uh, this whole uh, pot thing up. Uh, wrap it up, man. I'm yeah. 90 years old. I may not be here in half an hour. <laughs> it, it turns out that uh, these days, you know, Watch out! They make it really strong, and um, I have a friend. Microdosing is the term. I think. Yes. yes, I have a friend who uh, enjoys it, and a friend of all, both of ours. Who was it, Jonathan Edwards? By the way, he shall remain nameless. Right, and as I understand it, he was given a gummy by one of his brethren. And- well, 
He retired he w- early. And and he's <laughs> seriously. He, he was given a gummy by one brother and then a gummy by the other brother. And oh. he didn't want to be impolite. And um yeah, he at the end of the show he texted me, Great show. I'm feeling old manish. I'm out of here. And he left. Which he missed the opportunity to hang around with Jonathan Edwards. So instead, he just went home to his shanty. <laughs> Got a good buzz on. <laughs> well, we already had the buzz on. Anyway, yes. hey, watch out for that. It's pretty strong these days. Okay, uh, let's go to the biggest story about space today. control to Major Tom. (laughs) Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein pills. (laughs) Put your helmet on. (laughs) Ground control to Major Tom. It's a real record, by the way. You know that. (laughs) Commencing countdown. Engines on. Check ignition. And may God's love be with you. This is ground control to Major Tom. And that's all it is. He just keeps doing it. I'm going to fade it out. That is shameless. Wow. That is shameless. <laughs> but you gotta, it really is. Hilarious. <laughs> you got to say that the guy is um, game for anything. He's that game for, for anything, sure. and he's fearless. Yeah. Uh, and and he's, uh, I don't want to say a clown, um, but he's like a jester, <laughs> right? That's a clown. First of all, I'm the clown. <laughs> I'm the jester. <laughs> right. Boner the clown. Daniel Lane, man. A regular on the show. Uh, so what did you all think of uh, William Shatner, Captain Kirk, going up in Blue Origin? Was it the best promotion that Jeff Bezos could have? I mean, the other guys who are serious about science and space must be shitting in their pants right now, right? That, I was Take curious that. if Bill Branson. Bill Shatner may have had a skid mark after he got down. <laughs> I'm just, I didn't you know. know that... I didn't realize that you can't be in these goddamn things. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, if you're Elon Musk or Richard oh, you're Branson, pissed. you're pissed. Uh, like you were pissed today at Jeff Bezos, I think, because how brilliant is that? I believe they call that a thunder stealer. A thunder stealer. Uh, Jeff Bezos went, you know, went up in the first one, and he came back, and he basically said, "I want to thank all the people I pay crap at Amazon to stuff boxes for making this possible," and it was really poor PR. That's terrible. The worst. Yeah. And so somehow someone said, you know, uh, you're a lousy spokesman. You should get the shat. Got the shat, man. And, and I shat, man. I must tell you, that thundering thing when you take off in that penis mobile <laughs> is incredible. G-forces turning my lips white. My God, man. How many I'm of gone. us watched it live? I watched it live. I, did. I still have not seen it, Bob. Oh, you're kidding. Oh. No. 
Uh, Zip, did you see it? You watched it on cable. I just days. saw the, I saw the tease on the Today Show, and basically all he said was, I'm looking forward to coming back down. <laughs> you didn't, That's all he said. So none of you have seen his tearful landing speech? No, no. Oh. Oh, and here I am all the time telling you not to watch cable news, and the one day I wish you would watch it. <laughs> I so will check it out. I don't have the audio, but I'll paraphrase. First off, I thought, if I'm the Shat... If I'm the Shat, and you are. <laughs> uh, if I'm the Shat, I come out of there with some fantastic line, you know, that's one small step for a man, one giant leap for a starship captain. I don't know what it would be. Certainly not that. But uh, when he got out... He was kind of speechless for a bit. And when the, when they get out of the spaceship, everybody hugs Jeff Bezos. And the woman Jeff Bezos was with, with uh, attractive lady with black hair, I, I don't know if that's his current girlfriend or a scientist. I have no idea. It's not his wife, of course, uh, because they divorced. And there was a whole, there was sort of like, it had a party atmosphere. It was kind of like being on a boat with Tom Brady after he wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> some fucking I can't imagine. I've never been, but I can't no, But imagine. it had a party atmosphere, and, uh, and you could tell that Bezos wanted a few minutes with William Shatner. He, he was expecting something big, too, and I thought, for sure, Shatner would have something rehearsed. But he didn't, and i got to give him credit for this, because that would have been too easy. Mm-hmm. Instead, and you'll all see it eventually because they'll be playing it. He he gave this. Uh, he talked about how jaw dropping it was to be looking at blue sky and suddenly have this. I think he called it a comforter, a blanket of blue, suddenly and quickly give mm-hmm. way to the black of space, and. Um, he realized how fragile Earth was. It was an analogy for democracy, Bob. <laughs> Maybe I don't. I don't think he was. I don't think he was doing politics. Or uh, flying it in under the radar, man. Yeah. Um, and then he started crying. He's an actor, remember? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did he rehearse that? I don't think so. It did not seem rehearsed. Mm-hmm. You didn't think so. You didn't see it, though. Right? No, but I, I did. I heard that Lizzie. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I had seen an interview like a week or so ago again um, on the Today Show, and he was ta- kind of talking in those terms about he was so looking forward to seeing what the Earth looked like and, and just overwhelmed and awestruck. That's well, what he was looking forward to. I don't know if you heard or not, but Bezos had made uh, handmade toys um, when he was a kid. Not Bezos. uh, Bezos, uh, Yeah, is it Bezos? Yeah. Uh, And they took, his mother found them. She unearthed them like a week ago, 10 days ago. Uh It could be a few. Star Trek toys, you mean? Yeah, Star Trek toys. And he'd made his own. And uh, Bill Shatner took them up with him. Wow. Wow, that's kind of cool. They're best friends now. Oh, yeah. Those are, wow, for as long as. That last year. Yeah, it was touching in a way, and Shatner was um, he's just at a loss. And he said one other thing that, I, that I'll never forget. He said the same thing I said when I came back from a World Vision missionary trip in Africa, where I had seen, you know, primitive villages, and I had just seen a whole side of humanity I'd never seen before. And when I came back, I said, 
I hope I don't forget this. I hope I don't get over it. And that's what he said. He said it was so stunning to be in space. I hope I don't get over this. He mm. wants to not forget. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, experiential ayahuasca, is it not? Mm. I don't know what ayahuasca means, but just oh. like uh, <laughs> eponymous, I'm just going along with it. What does ayahuasca mean? Uh, it's a mix of uh, earth herbs that contain uh, the, what is the psychiatric, uh, psychi uh, what's psychotropic, the el uh, psychotropic uh, element in LSD. Oh. Whatever it's called. Anyway, it's supposed to be mind clearing. First, you have a shaman or somebody walk you through, the, they mix up the herbs in the pot, they walk you through it, and they guide you through the whole process, and it supposedly opens your mind up to the universe and clears out all the gunk. God, I wish all I was young stuff. again. I would try that stuff. Would, but yeah. these days, <laughs> well, if, I, 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 if I have too much dairy, Robin Quivers did it on uh, the, the... No kidding. The Stern Show, yeah. yeah. That's how I found out about it. Wow. So um, let's talk about the broad concept of the privatization of space. Because mm. the other two people, one I think was from Australia, um, they were paying customers. In fact, they kept calling them paying customers. customers. Of course they did. Yeah. Um, and it was 250 grand, right? Which is well within reach of the one percenters in the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or anybody that wants to sell, you know, their, their cottage. <laughs> well, and Bezos, I think, said, um, I, I think he said he's already got $100 million worth of trips sold. And it's not wow. actually space. I mean, it is technically space, but it's actually not outer space. It's inner space, right? It's just yeah. the, it's well, and here's the thing. Or whatever. Three minutes of weightlessness. Right. Oh, I so want to make a joke about Captain I've Chris had Wade, that at a nitrous party. <laughs> if I were him, I would have stepped on a scale up there. How's that? Is that... <laughs> See, if you get it pound for pound, are you getting your money's worth? <laughs> By the way, the exact price, uh, they are not saying. They're not publicly stating the price for a ticket to fly on the New Shepard. But they say they have $100 million in sales so far. Um. I suspect the price is the same as the way that, you know, prescription drugs are priced. If you're from a, <laughs> if you're from America, it's more. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it could be. So they, and they've had some that were bid on. Um, tickets on the Virgin Galactic Spaceship 2 went to 450 in August. And here's where you got that $250,000 price. That's what they were originally. But... Um, I guess the pandemic has <laughs> made space flight more expensive. They didn't even serve peanuts, for God's sake. God's sake. You're not exactly going to be <laughs> served like you would. My mm. ladies, well, now gentlemen on board most of the plane lines in America. So isn't that a sign of our times that the wealthy get to do this? Or is that just normal? That That's you being a jealous piece of shit, Bob. Yeah, it could be. I'm not jealous, actually. I don't think I would go. Actually, I didn't think I would either, but I shat myself. <laughs> um, in fact, I worried about Kirk. Part of me watched just because I was worried the ship would blow up. Yeah. 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 That we've Challenger all, thing is we've all got burned that. into everyone's memory. Yeah. And, and by the way, there's nothing yes. new about that. That's why NASCAR is big. People watch for the accidents. Yeah. Don't you think? And I don't think people watch this one for the accidents or are hoping for one. I hope they don't. Oh, no one was hoping for one. No. But it's, it, but, but it's risky, 
And, you know, you're on the, In fact, even uh, one of the news anchors, they had all these space experts on. Uh, I was watching CNN. I, I, I did, just chose that network because it came up first. Um, thankfully, this is hopefully isn't about politics. Um, but, um, one, you know, they had all these space experts on talking about how dangerous it was. And I'm thinking, the more drama, the more danger, the more they're going to call you to come on cable TV. So, yeah, hype it up. How much would you pay to go to outer space? 250 grand. Is it worth it? So here's the thing. Will going up into space, all these people who are spending all this money... Will the price eventually come down? Like big screen TVs used to cost thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> South worst airspace. <laughs> South worst. Oh God, what a story that is. Yeah, two thousand flights canceled Monday. Mm. Yike. Uh, so I don't know. I I love it, and and here's why uh, the scientific community loves it also, because. Jeff Bezos has done something that was science fiction as little as a few years ago. When we used to send a rocket to space, mm -hmm. the booster would fall off and burn up, mm -hmm. and the capsule couldn't land. They had to parachute Splash. it into the water because they had no idea where it would come down. Now, both parts of that rocket are reusable, and the... Analyst on uh, CNN uh, made this remark like, think back. Imagine if every time you flew a 747, it was destroyed and couldn't work again. Well, how many people <laughs> would fly? Nobody, right? No one. But now that these spacecraft are reusable, and it was really something to see the booster rocket, you know, land. I, I'm, I'm guessing it's only a few years before the capsule itself uh, and by the way, when the capsule hit, a huge plume of dust came up. And I actually thought, Shatner's chiropractor is going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it was a hard landing, but nobody complained. Um, I well, guess they, not yet. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they, all, they all got Amazon gift certificates <laughs> in case there was any complaints. No medical on Amazon, Bob. Yeah. So did they make one revolution? Or, or no, they no, they don't even make a resolution. Rev revolution. Yeah, what they, they do is do they go, uh, what was it, 350,000 feet or something? Um, there's a point where you've entered space, you're out of the blue and into the black. <laughs> <laughs> don't start well doing Neil Young on me here. And... Um, it's officially space, you know, as certified by the same guy who certified the diploma for the uh, Wizard of Oz scarecrow. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the Johnny Rotten tour. Yeah. <laughs> if your loved one's a star this Christmas. Exactly. It's like that. <laughs> and uh, and what it is is you're weightless. And they spend about three minutes weightless. But as soon as they stop climbing, they're coming back down. The booster rocket exceeded like 2,000 miles an hour on its way down and uh, you know, didn't burn up. I did notice on television tonight as I was watching the replay, I've lost a few tiles on re-entry myself. <laughs> what happened to me? Remember the tiles and the O-rings? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, oh, yes. But there, there is another uh, aspect of this that it, I couldn't help thinking. 
here it is 2021 and we're finally getting back into space because there's a profit in it. How cool does it make it that we actually landed on the moon? What year was that? 1969. I mean, heck, that's 52 years ago. Yes. Half my life ago. They didn't. That's right. (laughs) They didn't even have like they were working with slide rules. That's true. There were no. I still work with a slide rule. You do. And I blew out an O-ring on reentry, by the way. No, but you did. (laughs) July twentieth, nineteen sixty-nine. Two American astronauts landed on the moon. I remember it. (laughs) Yeah, watching it as a kid. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Remember? I met Buzz Aldrin crazy and they waited six hours to get out now who uh, which of those guys are still alive are they buzz both still dead. alive um i don't i think buzz is dead okay have, well you know i've got a computer in front of me i could always find out <laughs> you could always google it and anyway yeah. i um oh i'd have to i'd have to wikipedia but if i was one of those guys um i think i'd i i don't know what i'd feel i'd feel mixed things i'd feel like Really? Three minutes of floating around and you're calling that space? Yeah. <laughs> they, they want to go to, like, uh, a, you know, what do they call it? A dishonored um, soldier go up and rip the patches off their spacesuit. Right. And, and, and astronauts back then had to be in impeccable physical shape. Right. And again, I'm not into body shaming. Kind of like me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, by the way, uh, Buzz Aldrin is alive. Buzz is alive? Which one died? Oh. I thought it was Buzz. No, you know what? No, you know what? Is that old? He is 91. Jeez, Lord. So he is one year older. They, Shatner is his contemporary. Yes, but I've earned him, Bob. Wow. <laughs> uh, and in the big picture, isn't that what's yeah. important? Armstrong died in 2012. It was Armstrong. Okay. Uh, but still, I mean, I met Buzz, and I believe in his book he stated that he was an alcoholic. Is that correct? Who? Uh, Buzz Aldrin. Oh, that's the name. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, no, I, but he I, I he know. really did struggle with alcoholism after the uh, journey. Right. I, I I recall. I think I recall trying to forget the moon. So you think <laughs> you think there's a rub, uh, seeing that the the moon expedition was basically taxpayer funded, and this thing is just put on for entertainment by guys who have untold funds. Uh, so that was discussed a bit today. Um, and they, and some of the NASA people were asked about it. And uh, they were celebrating that because mm-hmm. basically picking the pocket of the American taxpayer was always the, the rub. A with political, NASA. Made it a political football. It was a political football yeah. and... You know, is why are we wasting this money? What are we getting out of it? And now along come billionaires who are doing it as a hobby. You know, I mean, billionaires have always had, you know, sports teams, you know, um, <laughs> own an airline, whatever they wanted to do, right? I want you to know that I can do the same job for a whole lot less, Mr. Rivers, if you give me a chance. So uh, the fact that if I put enough methane over then over to yonder silo, the one across from your place, I can get you into outer space for about a 
800th of the price. Sure. <laughs> Lisa pulled out pictures today, speaking of Mr. Haney in the field launching his yeah. homemade rockets. Uh, she pulled out pictures of me with Keith and Andrew when they were like 10 and 12 years old. And we're out in a field, and we're setting off one of those hobby rockets. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I remember back then, because of NASA, we were fascinated with space. And I wanted my kids to see the thrill of lighting a rocket and watching it go up you know, higher than you could see. So I'm a, I think, I mean, I understand the misgivings. Uh, about billionaires who made all their money putting mom-and-pop stores out of business. I'm just talking about Bezos, not the other two. Uh, but I uh, I think it's wonderful that, look, man is not going to save the planet or himself with great government programs. This is going to make me sound a little bit libertarian and Republican on you, but I will. Man is going to save the planet because it's profitable. <laughs> exactly and not only that the private sector does it cheaper i think or more efficiently yeah i mean there's yeah. there's efficiency i mean the private sector also you know doesn't care about you as a person and is happily uh, manipulating you with algorithms and ruining right. your life but that's your own problem you got to lift yourself by your bootstraps which you can order on amazon <laughs> <laughs> Two-day delivery. <laughs> Listen to the list of things that came out of NASA, though. And, um, memory foam. Yes. Yes. Anti-corrosion coating. Yes. Cochlear implants. Yes. Rush wouldn't have had a career, right? Scratch-resistant eyeglass lenses. Take the probably. cochlear implants back. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. What else? <laughs> Scratch-resistant uh, eyeglass lenses. No kidding. Yeah. The insulin pump. Um, insulin pump. And water filters. What about Tang, or is Tang just something they brought up there? <laughs> that, was, that stuff tasted like crap. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. That was not orange juice. All right. Um, let's see. What else do we have today? Oh, uh, I sent you guys some stuff. Did you get it? Yeah, I did. Okay. There's a, there's a lot of interesting uh, things going on in the news. Um, All State Insurance. And this is something, by the way... I responded to that, by the way. I saw that you did. Yeah. Uh, this is something that I actually predicted probably eight or ten years ago. Ah, uh, being the soothsayer that you are. No, um, being a skeptic about the profit motive, as you mm -hmm. just heard. Yeah. Allstate Insurance wants to track your driving mm -hmm. to determine your car insurance rate. Did you look at that? Are you in good hands? I don't know. I am looking at True Lane from the Hartford Insurance Company phone app that's on my phone. Okay. And I signed up for my most recent auto insurance. I did this thing. And it's tracked 570 events, 3,000 miles, 293. I mean, it's unbelievable. It tracks everything. Is this to give you a discount on your insurance? Right. And I've okay. got zero projected discount. <laughs> oh, oh, zero. zero? Yes. What a ruse. Yes. Typical yeah. insurance. It is, employee. really. Yeah. So did you fall for it? Why did you do it? He thought he'd get um, a deal. He, <laughs> you got to really laugh when I, I, 
I saw the, it was in AARP magazine. Uh-oh. <laughs> Siri, I got to tell you, this is God's honest truth. And there was this, like, really nice duffel bag if you called for a free quote, <laughs> which I did. He wanted the duffel bag. He wanted the duffel that bag. That friggin' Seriously. duffel bag was the cheapest piece of piece shit of crap, I've ever yeah. seen. What did you but expect? I did sign up for it, and they did this whole thing. Hey, do you want to sign up for True Lane? We'll give you a discount. Blah, blah, blah. You may get a discount. You may not. Mm. But, you know, you. I did get some kind of a kiss from signing So wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Up. Is True Lane your, your car insurance company? It, no, it's the Hartford is my insurance company. True Lane is the app. But it's that, the Hartford's app. Yes, exactly. So you would let them spy on your driving, and if they liked what they saw, they'd lower your rate, <laughs> and they didn't lower your rate. Right. Well, they and made they, the, also, they made the next time. And they also know, like, uh, dist- I only have 60% of my driving was distraction-free, which meant I had my phone in my hand or something. How do they know or you I'm, had your phone in your hand? I don't know, but they they knew. Oh, you know, when you're you know, holding your phone, it's taking your pulse. <laughs> it's doing... <laughs> Wow. Or, you know, I was listening to podcast or whatever on long drives, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Wait so. a minute, but you don't have your phone in your hand when you do that. Doesn't but it matter. knew. I mean, yeah, yeah, who knows the algorithm they set up on it? But, I mean, right. it's it's got... So uh, let me ask you a question. If you could get uh, 50 bucks off your health insurance every year, would you let them put a camera... A catheter. In your, catheter in? No, in your <laughs> toilet to examine your feces and make sure you're getting enough fiber. I think we you just would. Want a, we just want a fecal smear every morning. Yeah, that's all we're asking. Because that's where oh, we're headed. Boy. See, yeah. um, so here's the scam. And I predicted this like eight, ten years ago. If insurance companies can get you to agree to let them spy on you, what does it mean to them? Forget about you. Uh, it means that they get to siphon off the bad drivers and make more profit. And what they will tell you is the rates are much higher for those other drivers, mm-hmm. but they're not going to actually lower your insurance. They're just going to not raise it as much as they raise it on people who don't conform. Yeah. I mean, it's it, yeah. It's the biggest uh, scam alive. Insurance well, companies are, are scam artists. It's also period. the opposite of insurance. So the yeah. idea of an insurance is that everybody's kind of anonymous and a cross-section of population, they have these actuarial tables which right. you know predict birth and death and stuff, but they also can predict average accidents, what the average accident costs, injuries. They can get all of that from statistics and then the whole idea of insurance is to spread the risk out over the biggest population. And what data, what big data is enabling is these big, monstrous corporations to start to screw over people who are making claims yeah. or likely to make claims yeah. and weed them out of the pool. So by participating, you're helping destroy society. <laughs> I didn't feel that. Make me a bad I don't want to be I don't want to be too rude on you. No, but you see that you don't see that before you like you just go, I want a tote bag. It's a free tote bag. <laughs> Listen, but but you know, I'm on I by signing up for Gmail, I waived all my rights. Yes. Yes. A long time ago. Uh, that's how well I not all your rights, but you basically uh 
Gmail so is just one part of Google that spies on everything you do. Mm-hmm. And then there's Facebook, and then there's all these other... Every time you do anything online, it involves cookies and crumbs. And then there's <laughs> these amalgamators that sell their information to each other and build a profile on you. Which right. I agree. So, in other words, <laughs> what you're saying is... Who gives a flying? I already gave it all away. I'm yeah. going to tote back. <laughs> I have to. I have to plug another podcast for a second. Okay. Um, I was out working in the barn, and I was going to be working for several hours, and I and I wanted to listen to something. I had already listened to the All In podcast, which I love, although many of you wouldn't and shouldn't. It's a bunch of billionaires uh, sitting around talking about how cool they are. Uh, but there's another podcast. One of the pioneers of podcasting uh, one of the greatest radio guys ever to turn to podcasting and one of the early uh, pioneers mark Marin. you've all heard of him yeah i have yes yes Zip? yes Do you, have you ever listened to his podcast i have not perused his podcast or listened to it and ed no okay um he's amazing uh but I haven't listened to him a lot lately either because he has on a lot of people I've never heard of. And I hate to say it, but I'm one of those people that like, yeah. oh, he has a guest I care about. I think I'll listen to it, right? He had David Letterman on a, a year or so ago, and it was one of the most incredible 90-minute conversations you ever heard with David Letterman. I mean, they were swearing and having fun and telling stories out of school. It was great. And I'll also hmm. listen to um, Conan O'Brien uh what is it conan needs a friend or something he, he, he calls it <laughs> and great great com- I, I like hearing great conversations so mark Marin posted his 2012 interview with norm mcdonald and i want to tell wow. you if you only hear one thing this week and you love norm mcdonald or hate him love the man what a conversation Loved his comedy. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to give a plug for it, and I'm going to quote one thing from it. And by the way, Mark Maron should be, we should be brought to you by Mark Maron, who gave us 50 grand. Thank you. But we yeah. No, that, we're not that's Maron, M-A-R-O-N. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so he's talking to Norm MacDonald. And by the way, I think this was in the within the window that he knew he was sick, because I think they said he had cancer for oh, 10 years time. or something. A long yeah, time. Yeah, a long time. Slow growing. And he talks about worrying about his health. Hmm. But he also has had a gambling problem back then. He, I remember. Do you know about that? that? I have. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Yeah, and he gambled away his entire net worth three times. Oh, wow, that's bad. And he tells the story about why he gambled away. And and Mark was like, "But but wait a minute, what's that like sitting there and you're." You know, you're gambling away your whole net worth. Don't you at some point say, stop, i got to save something? And Norm said, no, it's the opposite. Because when you get down near the end, and then Marin was like, oh, you mean you just want it to be over. A gambler wants to lose. And he goes, yeah, like I started with 450 grand. When I'm down to my last 50 grand, I'm like, I don't want to keep that 50 grand because it'll just remind me of the 400 I lost. (laughs) So you double down. He doubles down and blows the last 50 because it would be better to be out 100% than out like 85%. Isn't that weird? 
Well, it's pretzel logic at best, but uh, well, yeah. and Zip, you made me think of that because you know what? He'd want that tote bag. <laughs> oh, <too> sad. <laughs> There's a long way to go for that, but that's yeah. exactly where I'm going. <laughs> Man. Okay. Well played. Uh, so, uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, uh, it's fall foliage, but it's about to end out here in the Northeast. Yeah, I was going to say, in your part of town, yeah. Did you enjoy it when you were out here, Ed? Oh, man, it's God's country, man. It's just amazing. I mean, I don't think I enjoyed it to the extent that Lizzie did. She was She really did dig yeah. yeah, she's crunchy. So Lisa and Zip heard this story already, but Lisa looks out the window the other day, <laughs> and she goes, see that red tree there? Really, every year, that red tree, the beautiful leaves on that tree, there's an ugly yellow tree right in front of it. <laughs> We should cut that yellow tree down. <laughs> yellow tree, very pretty. So Lisa wants to kill trees that don't meet her fall foliage expectations. <laughs> and she literally would stand there and go, get rid of that one, that one, that one. Off with their heads. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, honey, the foliage only peaks for about five days. That tree's like yeah. 75 years old. She was like, yeah, I don't need She loves killing trees. Did I ever yeah. tell you No, that? I have a farmer friend who's... Uh, um, He's not a farmer anymore, but he grew up on the farm and he's had his own farm. But he uh, has a, a substantial piece of land on the water and lines it with his own trees. And, and she is very much, uh, he is very much like her. If it doesn't, you know, put on a show mm. <laughs> in, in the fall, he, he, he hacks it down. Wow. Yeah. So you know what the yellow the trees are typically? I used to know. The red and the yellow, they're different. The yellows the are sugars. sugar maples. Sugars, yeah. That's where I make maple syrup from. So at least right. like, off with their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy her a chainsaw for Christmas. I guess we're going to have to make birch beer next year. <laughs> birch beer? Yeah. You ever hear of that? No, I have not. Uh, and there's also, um, there's birch soda too, which is really tasty. I'll bet. Uh, is it a brand name? No. Um, in fact, let me, let me look it up. Um, birch beer. called it birch beer, yeah. Yeah. You know why, don't you, Zip? I don't. Yeah, well, you, you down a glass and you merge. Oh, God. That's... <laughs> no. Uh, Fox and Park makes uh, white birch soda. Jesus. And uh, I used to have it as a kid. And they also mm. call it birch beer, too. Mm. Uh, and you can Ginger get beer. it. You can get it at Peppy's Pizza in New Haven. Like, I get it. Uh, a Love Peppy's. Yeah. All right. The tree thing didn't go anywhere. Great pie. It's yeah, a true well, story. I believe it. No, but you've got quite the panorama back there, doesn't he, Zip? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God, yeah. What of you? It really is something. Panorama. What did Lizzie think of uh, us? <clears throat> she that... loved you both. She was, she was, uh, she said, what did she say? She said, I've never looked into people's eyes and felt less judged in my life. Oh, we didn't judge her. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I forgot yeah. to judge her. Damn. Because <laughs> she has anxiety anyway, and she just like uh, you know looked at the boat, and she just relaxed when she met you both because she was apprehensive. I'll bet she would be. Well, yeah. Um, look, as are you, because you know someone. I, I I know I read that email and maybe put you a little on the defensive last week, mm. but um, people like to judge other people. They um, do. It's a uh, it's a tribal thing. It's a um, it's a safety thing. Um, mm -hmm. They feel unsafe unless people are just like them, right. without actually having any knowledge. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, to be honest with you, I didn't know what I would think of Lizzie. I, 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 but here's what I do know. I know you, and I know you're a gentle soul. Um, so you're not, you're not the type that I would worry about. Therefore, I didn't right. worry about her. Mm. Yeah, uh, not the predatory type. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you'll hunt down a punchline. As much as yeah, you can. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes reach reach way over the fence for a punchline. Yes. Should have been a ground rule double. But yeah. um, <laughs> no, but I I mean you're a gentle soul who never got married and because you fell in love once and you're always monogamous and uh, I have a feeling you you're rather than the heartbreaker you're the one who gets your heart broken. It, and, it's happened, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I did, although I didn't know anything about Lizzie, and we learned a lot more. In fact, some things I thought you said were fake, uh-huh. were true. <laughs> <laughs> when you said she was a bud tender, yes. I kind of thought it was a gag. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she works at a pot shop. You know, she's got dreadlocks, and she's telling you what the indica does and what the sativa does. But that isn't really what kind of bud tender she is. And you said it's. She said it's okay to talk about this because it's. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's an industry. Yep. She works in a greenhouse, a commercial operation, that essentially it's like Merck and Pfizer if they were just growing plants instead right. of making pills. Mm-hmm. So she works in the in the medical uh, cannabis growth industry, and it's a growth industry. Huge. And she showed a picture of um, the nursery, mm-hmm. and she was kind of an expert at all of that stuff. Uh, and um, just like the hair club for men guy, she uses the product, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slime spurling. I'm not only the president of the hair club for men, I'm also a client. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, I've had, to, I've had to come to grips with, well, first I have a lot of friends that use it, and I've yeah. my son's both use it and um and i it's the thing about drugs i view it as a glass of wine right well she and like you she like she uses more of the uh, cbd than she does the actual uh, thc stuff and lisa you know i mean lisa's a glass of wine you know most nights and Mm -hmm. she's unlike me like when i drank wine i would get a bottle and she would say can i have some and i would go no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you get your own bottle you know. <laughs> and that's how you know you know kind of that you're an alcoholic um, that and you have to lose the last 40 50 grand out of your 450 oh my god and you want a free tote bag for her <laughs> <laughs> you had it's to all, throw that you had well, to throw that in there you agree, all back it, to the tote it's, bag it's all Jesus. alcoholic behavior I think I'm like oh. Curly Joe Bessemer in the original Three Stooges. <laughs> right. Not even a real full stooge. Yes. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so anyway, analogy. Lizzie was, um, she was shy at first. Yes. And you had kind of said this. Mm-hmm. And then gradually, I think as she realized that no one's judging her and, heck, we're invited her out. You guys are hanging out. Right. Like, the fact that she's with you is good enough for me. Mm. And here's the other thing. If she had not wanted to come or you had wanted to hide her, right. that would be different. Mm-hmm. But she was like, and by the end of the weekend, we were having some fun conversation. She was chatting it up with Jonathan Edwards. Yeah. Now that would be 
too many years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I saw Tony, Tony Bennett with his girlfriend. I thought, well, you know, maybe I'm not so bad after all. No, and, and it's it's fine. Look, um, again, consenting adults. I, I believe right. we're in a society where consenting adults who um, bring something nice to each other's life is a wonderful thing. Uh, Interesting you know, that you say that because the song I always hear in my head is Society's Child when, you know, we are ostracized. Do you remember Society's Child? I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. wasn't that biracial? Yes, but we are the new biracial. (laughs) 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 It's ageism, racism, it's all isms, you know, that are unjustified. All right. Let's talk about... By the the way, I just want to say this real quick. You weren't there, Bob, but we kind of had some salad, and Ed and I got off talking shop Mm -hmm. to a ridiculous extent, and she was very patient with us, I got to admit. She was. She was, so... No, it's very fine. Kind. She seems uh, she very said, sweet. Now, are the two of you living? That has the best hair of any man I've yeah, ever he seen. Does. He does. He's the greatest person I've ever. I've never seen a man with more hair than me. Yeah. You know, because she is very her suit. You can steal <laughs> her away, maybe. That <laughs> <laughs> um, could happen. Yeah, it's taller than it I am. It's all wonderful, and you had a oh, nice flight funny. back. And thank you for coming. By the way, that was a um, lot. And yeah, that was great. And by the way, what we got out of it is a promo picture of the three of us. True. We've never been in the same room together ever, and uh, because it was all set up and the photo. Oh, I gotta ask the photographer for that picture. Lisa has uh, pictures too of uh, us and John. Yeah, those are at the restaurant. Uh, I'm yeah. talking about we we got on the stage well, where Jonathan Edwards had performed, which right. was lit. You know, he spent three hours lighting that stage. Yeah, I was lit too, man. Anyway, it's well done. All right, let's talk uh, cancel culture for a thing for a second. I, okay. I, I, I keep hearing that phrase. Um, mm. Would anybody like to take a stab at what that means? Cancel culture. Um, a ruse. <laughs> uh, say more. Well, I think some of it's uh, genuine, and some of it's altruistic, and some of it is attempting to evolve. But a lot of it is just in the interest of the almighty dollar. Or uh, pro- what's your what is your word for projected? Um, well, the people who say camp- canceling culture. What? Yes, the people. Oh virtue yeah, uh, morality. Of, virtue. Oh, it's signaling. called virtue signaling. Yeah. Is part of what cancel culture is. So cancel culture is a term. Um, it's a political term, right? It's not a real. It's not something anybody agrees on what it means. It's um, it's a taunt. Correct. A taunt. You want to hear what Wikipedia says? Sure, why not? But it's telling that none of us have a definition, by the way. <laughs> it is. Cancel culture is a modern form of ostracism. Right, there you go. In which someone is thrust out of social or professional circle circles, whether it be online, social media, or in person. Mm-hmm. Those subject to this ostracism are said to have been canceled. Now, I agree with that definition of cancel culture. Yes, all three of us may lose a job that we apply for in the future, just from this podcast. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. yeah. Uh, the expression cancel culture has mostly negative connotations and is used in debates on free speech mm-hmm. and censorship. Now, to me, cancel culture is digital stoning. I love brought that. on Ooh, by social, that's good by social media that's torch good. and pitchfork and, icons and digital stoning <laughs> that would be a wonderful new social media site that focuses or purely podcast. on that. Yes. yeah 
So who's been canceled? Uh, Louis C.K. Oh, yeah. For masturbating Lauer. in front of comedians that didn't want Matt it. Lauer. Um, Lauer for having inappropriate sex at work. The Saturday Night Live senator. Help me out. Um, oh, uh, Missouri Senator Al that- Franken. Al Franken. Yeah. Now he was canceled. He wasn't canceled. No, he resigned. But I mean, it was. But it was he was canceled of- by his own Democratic Party and right. also by the Zeitgeist. Yeah. So, here's my question. I've been around just 65 years now on this planet, and Nixon oh. was canceled. Oh, Remember was Nixon? that when I first seen Old Rivers? Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> I was giving you a lead into Richard Nixon. He was canceled, oh, right? Yes. Yeah. I was, damn it. Because of checkers, or was it the Watergate tape? No, no, no. Checkers was a dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was canceled because, and by the way, he, oh, if you look at the transcripts of some of the stuff he said. Whew. Oh, I was a racist son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, he was. But he was canceled. Um, who else? They tried to cancel Bill Clinton because of yeah. consensual sex. Try, try, try. <laughs> so I guess... The only problem I have, I, I don't mind the definition of cancel culture. The only problem I have with it is the idea that it's something new. Mm. Um, you know, back in Fred and Wilma times. <laughs> you know they were cartoons, right? They would, yes, I do. Uh, or as William Shatner said, uh, Captain Kirk is a fictional character. Yes, I know, but I... <laughs> prefer not to think about it. Captain Kirk is a fictional yeah. character. I'm the real deal, Bob. But the, the point I'm making is that it's tribal to yeah. disbar and ostracize. In fact, didn't the... Um, who are the people who eschewed modern conveniences? The Amish. The Amish, yeah. yeah. What did they no call crawl. it when they ostracized someone in the Amish? The banished. banished. They banished them, yes. Yeah. So... This whole idea that there's this new thing called cancel culture that's only the left is bullshit. Oh, horse pucky. But the fact that there is such a thing as cancel culture where people are ostracized Mm -hmm. is true. So um, who deserves it? Did Louis C.K. deserve it? Not Not in my humble opinion, but... You know, I, you know, Sarah Silverman kind of gave him a hall pass, and maybe that, low, that lessened the it. blow for me. Yeah. yeah, lessened the blow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, so you think it was? In other words, you think that I, the? I don't know the racy details of it. I know it was inappropriate. I, I would. Does well, he deserve a mulligan as a, as a, a little bit like Harvey Weinstein? It was well known amongst his professional circles that he would whip it out. And make women uncomfortable and saying, is it okay if I masturbate in front of you? And they, mm-hmm. because he was such a huge comic, they wouldn't say no, but they'd be like, oh, my God, what just this happened, right? so weird, yeah. Yeah. Not my um, Should he be canceled for that? He um, should be counseled for that is what he should, he should be. be counseled. Yeah, counsel yeah. culture, where everybody who has a problem speaks to a psychologist. <laughs> so when you decide to pull out your pants, what exactly is your motivation? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And how does it make you feel? Well, no, never mind. Don't tell me. We know. <laughs> so uh, uh, there's a current Char- Charlie can- Rose. Charlie Rose was canceled. Yeah, yeah. And I, loved, uh, I was. And that's an old one, by his, the way. That has nothing yeah. to do with politics. He was canceled because he bet on baseball, right? Is that what that was? 
No, no, I thought, that's Pete no, that Rose. Oh, that's Charlie Rose. Rose. Yeah. Rose. Charlie Rose, Rose was another media guy who fondled people who didn't want to. You're right. Well, he right. was inappropriate. I yeah. hate when I don't remember these. <laughs> you don't remember fondling? No. Uh, the so entrance? what's the most current cancel culture uh, on the docket this uh, week? What, what is well, it? This NFL coach just got bounced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he do? Uh, just, they uncovered a bunch of really off the wall emails racist emails homophobic emails massages. homophobic okay now i did he got that's that john trick. gruden right yeah, the las yeah. vegas raiders yeah yeah i yeah, did but... read that it was well known these were well known for a long time mm-hmm. what and... he didn't know bob was that when what happens in email doesn't stay in emails right it was vegas after all <laughs> I got it. I got yeah. it. Comedy with footnotes. Ground just rule in double case. on that joke. That was a ground rule double. You can advance to. You can advance two bases. Right. Too only, long. That joke only works if you watched the Red Sox. It's a sacrifice fly yeah. joke. Okay. <laughs> advance right. to base. But that's not the biggest Plus one. What's hit. the more recent cancel culture thing that was controversial just a few days ago? Hmm. I'm, I'm stumped. On Monday, what day was it? It was Monday. <laughs> Do you want to know? It the was date? a holiday. What holiday it? was it? Uh, it was oh, uh, for oh, me. It was oh, Columbus. Thanksgiving Monday. But yeah. Oh yeah, they're taking down one of the statues. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, was it Columbus Day or was it Indigenous Peoples Day? Well, Columbus was a ruse, so I <laughs> maybe it should be Indigenous Peoples Day. I don't know. What do you know about Christopher Columbus? Well, that they say that he was in fact not the the one to discover America. That's all I know. Well, That's the Vikings exactly. were first, but they yes. uh, and they established a credit card company. But what happened? <laughs> and a cruise ship. <laughs> right. Uh, no. So do you know what the do you know what the uh, knock on Columbus is? I'm not sure. Okay. Didn't his crew? Uh, rape and pillage and yes that what it was that's what it was was it not yes um he um there's a couple of things they say about him one of them i have no problem with and it's not that i don't have a problem with it it's just that it was the time columbus was a slave trader is what a lot of people are posting on a t- uh, on social media mm-hmm. um but i mean that's like saying Jeff Bezos owns Amazon today. I mean, we, we had presidents that were slave owners. I mean, yes, you know, it, yeah. it was not a big deal. Uh, but um, but time. apparently he was a murderous, a villainous mur- murderer as well. I mean, apparently he murdered people. Um, indigenous peoples were murdered by our country, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... We, let me think about this. Today, people swim across the Rio Grande. We round them up and we send them back. Mm-hmm. We sailed across the ocean blue, found <laughs> indigenous people there, and under the assumption that the Earth was flat. Yes, let's throw that right. in there. <laughs> and we, uh, you know, we tried to have a turkey dinner with them once. <laughs> that is, not- which is in November, uh, if you're at Plymouth. But I think it was. Monday, if you were in Canada, they must have had a different turkey dinner. No, we, we yeah. <laughs> Canadian Thanksgiving. Business. I don't you think know it has to align yeah. with the date. Um, so, 
2021 was the first Indigenous Peoples Day, October 11th, the same thing as Columbus. is, And it was uh, com- uh, commemorated by President Joe Biden. He proclaimed it as a day to honor our diverse history and the Indigenous peoples who contribute to shaping the nation. He also, by the way, without a lot of fanfare, issued a Columbus Day proclamation acknowledging the contributions of Italian-Americans as well as the painful history Mm. of wrongs and atrocities that resulted from European exploration. You know, there's just not enough time in an evening newspaper (laughs) (laughs) to read the whole damn proclamation, is there? Get it all in. I mean... This is why it's impossible. I was having a talk with my son today about, you know, I don't like to talk about politics because it's all bullshit. But, um, you know, I, I was saying, like, you got to read everything. And who has time? I mean, in order to, you know, even barely not know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm retired and I can do it. You spend a couple hours a day reading. And you look at each source and you, you know, I know this one leans right, this one leans left. You know, this one leans towards anything with money. That's the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. Uh, and and so the proclamation basically tried to, you know, it tried to be too many things. If you can't fit it on a meme, yep. Um, but the war on Facebook over this is that we're trying to cancel Columbus. And Amerigo Vespucci's relatives would have something to say about that, too. <laughs> Remember him? No. He's the map maker who signed uh, Amerigo on the map, and that's how America got named. Amerigo, I see. You went to Canadian public school. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, we literally memorized a rhyme about Columbus. Sailed the ocean blue in 1492. It's how we remembered it. Cancel Wasn't culture. there a famous uh, Canadian map maker, Gordy? How do you get there? <laughs> <laughs> the most famous cartographer in yeah. all of Canada. In, oh, that was yeah. terrible. In 1500, by awful. the way, uh, Columbus was in prison. Did you know that? <laughs> no. For yeah. what? Uh, Spain's King Ferdinand had Columbus imprisoned and stripped of his governorship of what is now the Dominican Republic in Haiti for his brutal mistreatment of indigenous people and colonists. Um, uh, There's an illustration, uh, a lithograph, depicting the indigenous people jumping into the water out of fear as cannons are being shot, fired by the Europeans. Uh, They were kidnapped, enslaved, and raped at the hands of the colonizers. Now, is that Columbus? Or if you Where'd rogue. you see that? TikTok? No. Uh, NationalGeographic.com, by the way. Okay. Yeah, All They right. don't lean left or right, by the way. They just, you know. I'm, they list a little, yeah. They list a little, but they're, you know. <laughs> that's where I saw my first nudity, nudity was in the National Geographic. <laughs> okay. I, I swear my friend's dad put a Playboy and a National Geographic in the magazine rack so we would have some idea what was under all those clothes. <laughs> Did you know that National Geographic used to go out to villages and photograph people who didn't need clothes? I recall. As if yes. you do recall. 
Did they yes, do that in Canada too, yes. Uh, Ed? Yeah, yes, it was. Okay. But. Or you just want me out here all alone, twisting in the wind, telling no, us? No, I was, I was just uh, <laughs> practicing my Dick Cavett, Bob. Okay. So, should Columbus be canceled? Well, he isn't. Uh, Indigenous Peoples Day does take away the phrase Columbus Day, and um, at the same time, you know, Columbus gets a nod. Columbus Day is a holiday for a lot of people, but not everybody. Let me throw yeah, a local Indigenous People's Mattress Day. I don't know how that's going to go over. <laughs> mattress Day. <laughs> yeah, Indigenous People's <laughs> Mattress Day. That, I, that, there that, no, right, there is a statue of Columbus in front of Union Station, Bob. You know that rotary in yes, Worcester? Yes, yes. And it was defaced overnight. Oh, oh no boy. kidding. This week. A blood-like substance was yeah. tossed on it. Red paint. So I don't believe that, you know, Columbus should be defaced. Um, on the other hand, what did he actually do? Uh, I mean, the bad stuff he did is, you know, um, it's bad. But... He also didn't discover America, so why would we? Why would we have a Columbus Day? It was it was basically set up as uh, you know to celebrate Italian Americans, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's an ethnic holiday more or less. And maybe I don't want to I don't want to call out uh, Tony Soprano specifically, but how did that happen? We make it happen. The things we want to happen, happen. I talk to a guy, he knows a guy. What? <laughs> this happened uh, to honor Italian-American heritage at a time when Italian immigrants were facing widespread persecution. So. <clears throat> which one are you going to celebrate? Just if, if we all could pick. Zap. <laughs> Why can't we, we all just get along? The people we slaughtered are the guy who slaughtered them. Those are your choices. <laughs> so we're ambivalent about Columbus. I mean, let's face it. We don't think about Columbus very very often. Not much. No. Just basically, is the stock market open today? Did my 401k go up or down? <laughs> and uh, is it a day off? Do you, you get the holiday, uh, Ed? I have an agreement with the comedy network that I get Canadian holidays off. Yeah. Okay. Good. Zip, you uh, work for yourself in your own company. You have no holidays, right? You betcha. That's I it. do not. <laughs> Hardworking American, lifting himself That's up right. by his bootstraps with a brand new tote bag. Zip, zip. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's never going to let you go for that. You know that. Right? Oh, I love the tote bag. Spy on them. Forty percent distraction free. Motor yeah, public television must okay, love you. <laughs> All right. Last, uh, a little inside radio here. Um, and we, all three of us, uh, work for this company, uh, Cumulus Broadcasting. And um, they have a vaccine uh, mandate, I guess. Mandate, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going to relate this not just to our business, but any business. Lots of businesses have a vaccine mandate. But that word mandate is being misused. Most uh, vaccine mandates involve that you must be vaccinated or agree to a testing schedule. 
which isn't really a mandate. I mean, when they when they made you get a vaccine because of polio before you could go to school, that was a mandate. Right. And uh, and I remember at school I had to have a tetanus shot. That's a mandate. It wasn't like uh, I, uh, you know, I belong to this religion that says that uh, tetanus is a cool th- sacrament. <laughs> sacrament. Now that was sacrilege. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the very fact that this is all politicized now is weird, but it's it's so human nature uh, to try and find reasons to fight with the other side. So, and it's and it's odd because. To complain about something, you have to say that your freedoms are being taken away and you're being unfairly forced to do it. Now, in the case of the vaccine, in some cases, that may be true. Um, Our company asked for vaccinations. I I had the hardest time uploading my vaccination record, but I got it in in time. And um, there are um, some people who are quitting, even our company, saying, instead of getting vaccinated, I'm going to start podcasting. Yeah, our producer on the show, as a matter of fact. He did? Yeah. He stepped away after 20-some-odd years. I think that Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly should have interventions with these people and let them know just how little podcasting pays. (laughs) (laughs) Capital idea. (laughs) Um. Now, my son has a dilemma, which I think is interesting, and I haven't taken a side on it. Oh, admitting um, to his uh, lineage? What is it? No, um, it's about, he, he lives in California. Uh-huh. And California is a fairly uh, liberal state about many social issues. Uh, California's governor is a bit controversial, of course. They had a recall election, which he won handily. But... Um, I guess what he's doing is uh, mandating vaccinations for kids, 12 and older, because they haven't approved anything younger than 12. Uh, But my son Keith is concerned because he has a four-year-old and a Mm seven-year-old. And Leanne is a nurse. And they're aware that there could be side effects. And they're also concerned, and I think it's a legitimate concern, that this vaccine hasn't been studied long enough to trust it with children. And uh, and I can buy that sort of. Uh, well, thalidomide comes to mind when you. What is thalidomide? Um, it was a, it was a drug that they gave to pregnant women, and it caused deformed children. And clearly, they didn't do their homework on that. Yeah. So, uh, and by the way, if I were arguing on his behalf, I would grab talking points like that. Hmm. Um, and so, it, what makes it sticky with children? is this. Children aren't dying at a high rate. Not and, very low. It's, mi- yeah. it's micro amounts. In fact, uh, if, amounts. You, if you compared unsafe toys to COVID, I think unsafe toys would win. Would, would win, yeah, by comparison. But when the government is in charge of public health, right. if you leave a huge swath of the population free to transmit and mutate the virus... I sounded like Popeye there. The virus. <laughs> virus. You take the virus. I am what I am. Leave me alone. I don't want to get stuck. And I was trying to have a conversation about this with him today. Yes. And uh, and God bless. I totally respect. He's mostly concerned about his kids. I don't want to put something strange in my kid's arm. Grandkids as well. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and, and this is the rub about vaccination. Everybody should have the freedom to choose what they want and don't want until it starts killing other people. Yeah, so, don't eat the brown acid, man. Right. So when it comes to the vaccine, uh, we're stuck at around 2,000 people a day dying, mm-hmm. which is, uh, if you take 365 days of the year, you're, you're basically cl- close to three-quarters of a million people would be wiped off the planet if we don't get this virus under control. Right. And so, uh, on the one hand, parents should have the right to decide whether their children will take a vaccine. On the other hand, when does it become too big of a public safety feature that, in other words, even if the children themselves don't die in great numbers, if they keep propagating the virus, it could mutate into something that kills even more. Which, by the way, it probably will anyway because you know we think the world stops and ends at the American border. But the virus can swim the Rio Grande very quietly. Yeah, can it ever? <laughs> it, can, it won't be rounded <laughs> up and sent back. So uh, anyway, I had no answers. I told him that the only and and you know he's hearing lots of political arguments, and I basically said, forget politics, just read science, because C- as a parent, it's what's uh, you know what does the science say? There's a risk in not getting vaccinated, but the risk is probably to the general population. Mm-hmm. There's a risk in getting vaccinated because, you know, even though they've tested it on children, what about long-term effects? They haven't tested it for years. But if we wait years, I see I'm going around the hamster wheel, we could kill <laughs> three-quarters of a million or a couple, or a million and a half people. Right. So what's the answer? Zip, I know you have it. There's I a free don't tote have bag if you sum it all up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have the answer. I, yeah. I, it, it amazes me. In Massachusetts, the, uh, there's a, the Massachusetts State Police Union. There's a bunch of troopers quitting over the vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. You know, Baker said you'll be fired if you don't get vaccinated or submit to testing, and they're walking off the job. That's it. And yet, and this is a statistic, that in 2020 or 2021, I think it was this, within the last year, the number one cause of death on the job for police officers was dying of COVID. More so than really? all the other things they trained for. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me. To Google serve and protect. Hello. Yes. You know. Hmm. I'm going to so, Google so. that so I say it right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when I just saw something and I quote it back, it's like, if you tell a secret and pass it around the room. There's uh, a pretty good number in healthcare as well. You know, nurses and stuff. Same yeah, deal. That I, but that's, that, that's an obvious connection. Police, I didn't think. All right. I, as of, I, I didn't occur to me. As of Monday, Indigenous People and Columbus Day, 724 <laughs> line of duty deaths nationwide have been because of the virus, according to the Fraternal Order of Police. Hmm. 13 of the officers who lost their lives were in Illinois. Uh, FOP said they knew at the beginning of the pandemic, law enforcement officers on the front lines combating this pandemic will be responding from local and state agencies will be increasingly vulnerable to contract the virus. It was one of the deadliest years for law enforcement in history. Mm -hmm. And 2020, 
COVID-19 was the number one cause of death for police. And yet, they're some of the biggest anti-vaxxers. And I'm kind of not on the side of police because they're older. The children present, you know, a more interesting dilemma because you're asking children to take risk to save older people. Right. But older people should know better, I think. It's just my opinion, by the way. If you disagree, have at it. Right. I know all I know. You couldn't pay me to do that job, be a cop, to be a police. Yeah. No. Not me either. I Amen. would not take that. It's uh, wow. That's a weighty gig, man. It's dangerous enough for me to drive, period, without a flashing yeah. light on the top of my vehicle and pulling over strange people and asking them to reach for their license and registration. Just I mean, that scares the crap out of me. Yeah, because and then the wives, you know, they don't know if their husband is coming home every right. day. So, all right. Let's get off this COVID wasn't stuff, it? by the yeah. way, because this is not going to end with like, oh, what a fun show. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the women don't know if their husbands, and the husbands don't know if their wives, if they happen to be. Okay, you continue with it cops. right after I. I'm, I'm very sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead, moving on. One one last quick warning before sure. we go. I just heard this due to supply chain issues. No. Distilled spirits, beer and distilled spirits may be in short supply over the holiday season. Oh, that does that, it. I'm going home to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Screw this. I'm going back. Do you? Uh, well, we're recovering alcoholics. Right. It makes no difference to me. No, but, no, no, but you're not living coming from where I go. I mean, that's right up there with asswipe as far as a run on. <laughs> asswipe. <laughs> I know as people are stocking up again. That's crazy. Yes. And by, by the way, one piece of advice, too. If your flight is delayed and you go to Seaport to eat in Boston, uh, don't do it during the Boston Marathon. Right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, by the way, I have a complaint about Boston Marathon coverage. Everybody saw the story about the Boston Marathon on the news, right? Mm-hmm. Does anybody know... Who won? Nobody. Not a single person, do you? Nope. Was he a Kenyan? <laughs> what a bigot you are. No, I, yeah, I knew you were going to do that. Welcome I to Perpetuation Stereotypes from class. Africa. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, zip at the Profiling. back. Profiling. <laughs> I'm about to tell you because I don't know the marathon. I'm watching. Jeez. I'm watching the news, and um, like they do this whole thing about the Boston Marathon and how you know the no, nobody bombed it. Great. Uh, the winner, Boston Marathon results. By the way, I don't see the winner's name. In fact, all most of the stories don't mention the winner. In fact, 2021 cares. Boston Marathon winners starts with men's wheelchair. I get it. Men's elite, women's elite. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I can't even Google it. Shouldn't that... Oh, here we go. Oh, what's what's bearing, this, Irene? Oh, by the way. <laughs> Zip, you got me. They're from Kenyan sweep Boston Marathon. <laughs> Some stereotypes Shame exist for a reason. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. How do I? Uh, That's funny. Yeah, uh, two first-time <laughs> champions from Kenya. Wow. Why do you suppose the Kenyans always win? Oh, I just think it's genetics, Bob. I think it's diet. 
when we what went is to, the Kenyan diet and how do I find it? <laughs> well, when we went to Africa, people could not believe how much we eat because we're Americans. Big gulps. Yeah. Monstrous oh, I portion. believe that. Yeah. Believe they would look at us and they would put a whole bowl of rice in the middle of the table just to laugh at how much we would eat. <laughs> Two Kenyans. Uh, what are their names? Uh, how far into the story do I have to get? Oh, maybe they're hard to pronounce. Maybe. Uh, they just say they were Kenyans. Benson Capruto. Capruto. Okay. Was the... Uh, men's winner and the women's finisher was Diana Kipioje. Kipioki. I guess. Kipioki. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Both of Kenya. So I think, <laughs> by the way, and, and Zip, you're right, they, it was Kenyans, but I think it's bigoted of the United States. Like, if Tom Brady won, would they say, Boston Marathon today, some white guy won? <laughs> 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 well, you're right. I think you're there right. is bigotry in this. I, I, I like it, it, it's a big huge. If it's such a classic, it's going to lead off the even, evening news. Mm-hmm. You know, you've learned how to pronounce every country we invaded. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to pronounce the name and give them credit. Right. Um, on the men's side, an unheralded American named C.J. Albertson raced to a two-minute lead over the Kenyans and improbably stayed there until the hills in the race's late stages. Then Benson Capruto of Kenya caught and passed him and raced to the win alone in two hours, nine minutes, 51 seconds. Oh, it's a racist race. 46 seconds ahead of the field. Wow. Yeah. I just admire my boss has done that uh, on the at the station. He's done the Boston Marathon. I never have. I, I take it neither of you have either. I, I've Bob done has. It, I've Bob done has. it about. Uh, I can't remember. It's five or six times. Really? Younger. Oh yeah. 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 Zip and I used to broadcast from Hopkinton in the WAF Rock Bus, mm. and at noon I would go run. And my best time. Uh, clearly, I'm not from Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm not even from the high school track team. Uh, but my best time I was pretty proud of. I, it was three hours and 49 minutes. Ooh. I'm telling you, that's Buzzing fast right to go. It uh, is fast. Yeah. And I, how old were you at the time, Bob? Uh, Zip, how old was I? 27, well, 28, 9, uh, somewhere in there. 30-ish, yeah, somewhere yeah, in there. Just a little bit under 30. No, because as so, I got to 30, I got slower. Well, um, alcohol will do that. I only, I only did, <laughs> yes, I only did sub four hours once. And then the rest of the time was a little over four, so I don't I don't remember the times. But I was so psyched when I, you know three forty nine I, I oh, ran yeah. under the thing and it was it was just a thrill. And of course you run under. Uh, you don't look at the time when you actually run under because it, they stagger the start of the race. Right. So I started like ten minutes later. But what they do is you have a chip in your shoe. I think it is. Uh-huh. And the chip registers when you start and when you finish. Oh, and, no kidding! And gives you the the actual real time. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so it's uh, it's wonderful. I, I mean, it occurred to me to hobble out there. Yeah. And see if it would take me a week now. <laughs> yeah, the Aerosmith is no longer yeah. doing the Done with Mirrors tour either. <laughs> I, I ran uh, marathons in Portland a couple of times. Yeah. And it was more like five hours because I was you know forty fifty years old. I can't remember. And I did half marathons in Seattle. 
but half marathons. Okay, yeah. it's quite it's quite a feat uh, to, to be well, able to do it. Well, how, how, on your own property, you can do how many miles? Uh, well, we got trails. We took Ed uh, and Lizzie walking on the trails, and yeah, we. we if you do two loops around these trails that meander, mm-hmm. uh, you can go a couple of miles without really. Uh, you're off the property for a little bit on a dirt road, but yeah, it's fun. That was a dream trail for Lizzie. She's out running now, as a matter of fact. She's out running? Yeah. yeah. So she didn't want to come on the show with us. That was the other thing. And we invited her, mm-hmm. and she seemed more open to it now that we're not so scary. Yeah, she's less reticent. Okay. So next week we'll have her on. This week we just talked about her. She can listen. I'm actually, I actually may be shooting a movie next week, so it may not happen. I believe the movie shoots on Tuesday, well, actually Wednesday morning at something like 2 a.m. because they have to rent a hockey rink, and that's the only time they can get it. Oh. So I may be indisposed next week. So she's, what do you mean, moving where? No, no, I'm I'm doing a movie. Oh, you're, oh, you're yeah. in a movie. In a movie, yeah. Would you week, not so. be available for the podcast? I don't think. Well, it depends on what the recovery is and how the shoot goes. But okay. I, the call time is 2 a.m. next Wednesday. So with movies, you don't know what's going to happen. So. so we want you to be here, but I can get Spiker Joe, uh, if I know far enough in advance, to sub. So you decide. I will. I will yeah, let, let me call you. Um, we can also it. record it at a different time. But if you're looking yeah. for an excuse to take a, you know, <laughs> we to could take an indigenous it. people's <laughs> day vacation. <laughs> Maybe we can do it from the set. I don't know. Uh, and we'll give away a tote bag in your <laughs> A nice car. <laughs> I'm having cataract surgery on Thursday. Are you really? Oh. Next week? Yeah. I okay. am. Well, we may want to move this thing. No, we'll be recording. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be fine. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right. That's it. The Bob and Zip Show I got to go. Uh, Jeannie's monogramming my uh, tote bag. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Get out of here, you Bye. clown. Goodbye, kids. kitchen and fix me something good to eat and make my head a little high make the whole day complete because we're gonna lay around the shanty mama and put a good buzz on well pass it to me baby well pass it to me slow take time out to smile a little before you let it go because we're gonna lay around the shanty mama Put a good buzz on There ain't nothing to do And there's always room for more Fill it, light it, shut up Shanty mama and put a good buzz on.
something good to eat Make ourselves a little high Make the whole day complete Cause we're gonna lay around the shanty mama And put a good buzz on Well, every night and day if I can help it We're gonna lay around the shanty mama And put a good buzz on My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.